It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London, week 15. Holy crap. Christmas, week away, and Brandon Staley is fired. Uh, all, all <laughs> gifts for everyone. Uh, what a listen, beat that. I mean, if, if, if it's not the fitting ending, he, he deserved to lose on a bad Chargers loss. That's not, not a beatdown like this because the bad Charger losses are, are a staple of, of being a Chargers fan. And that one was just. Uh, um, we just laying down our arms. <laughs> yeah, no, it and was... we're just gonna let you do like to let the Raiders, who got three point zero points last week, mm-hmm. put up sixty forty two. Not they hit the over before half on their own. Yeah. Like uh, everything about that was just, and now they're just in. Like it's not a team in a great situation for next year. Like no, they gave out a lot of bad contracts. They got like people like Cleo Mack who could be big money guys. And they, you know, Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, like all these guys, and they don't really—they're like twenty-four million over the cap, and they're a bit of a mess. And they never have a home game. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one of those weird places. I don't know what the answer is because you know it—it it just feels like they need a complete rebuild. That's why they fired, you know, the GM. Not many GMs get to choose like a fourth coach. Yeah. Like that's pretty wild. That. Tom Telesco has been around to be given so many chances because you only usually get one and then you're out in today's NFL. So I'm really interested to see because it is it is a it is a valuable job because you got Herbert. So mm-hmm. that alone is like a guy who can if you're an offensive guy, which they have to go after seeing what Staley's defense mm-hmm. defensive minded coach couldn't do, couldn't even make he's given up 60 points. So you gotta go offense with Herbert, un- unlock him because right now he just feels like he's not he hasn't really had any success in the league and he's, he's being wasted and now his contract's getting big. So you gotta get someone who can get him on the right track. Yeah, I mean, the whole situation with the Chargers has just been frustrating and sad, and it's sort of like that deadbeat dad who's living in a motel. Like, you just, you know, you, you feel kind of bad for them, but th- there's not really a lot that can be done because there is so many changes that need to be made. Um, and for Vegas, I mean, everyone was scoring on them. You know, Aiden O'Connell looked like a damn legend in that game, and it, yeah. was just, it was a sad game indeed. But and there, it, were, there were probably some people who were like um... – you know, it's the fantasy playoffs. We're like, you know what? Raiders got shut out last week. Chargers D. And then boom. My yep. going to be starting the day. There's probably are some starting the day like minus 10, I would yeah. say. Uh, well, yeah. If you had the Raiders D or you had Nate O'Connell, I mean, there were some big numbers put up by some of those guys. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah I mean, if one. you're in the playoffs, start Nate O'Connell. My God. Some yeah. bad things have happened. Yeah. It's uh, you're, you're, it'd be a bad playoffs. Let's get into the games that we got this week because, hey, it's Saturday and we've got games on Saturday. Thank you, NFL. Uh, games on Sunday as well. It's the NFL weekend. Christmas has come early. We'll start yeah, with the first Yeah, thank game. you, NFL. Browning versus Mullins. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> the, the matchup we're all looking for because uh, Dobbs is not there. Minnesota is six and seven. Cincinnati is seven and six. They're three and a half point favorites in this one. 39 points is the over under. Uh, weather's supposed to be a little crappy this weekend uh, going in. Um, you know, Cincinnati, Minnesota, oh, this is tough. I mean, Cincinnati start to look better with Browning, but um, three and a half points. What do you think about this one? Oh, it's it's interesting because you got now Browning's going to be like no one's blitzing like the Minnesota Vikings are this year. They're blitzing like Brian Flores has just gone completely 
uh, tilt and just mm-hmm. sending the house all the time. You know what? They're getting lots of sacks. And look, at they shut out the Raiders last week who put up 60 this mm-hmm. week. So it, that just shows you, like, that defense is stepping up. And Browning's had really good success the last few weeks. But I think this is going to be his first, like, punch-in-the-mouth game. You know, it's been pretty smooth sailing for him. He did get a little bit nicked up last week. Uh, this is in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, yeah it is in yeah. Cincinnati, yeah. I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, I think Jefferson's back, but again, I don't know how good Mullins is going to be. So I got to go with Cincinnati. I think both teams are desperate because Minnesota is holding on to that last playoff spot. Even the way things are going with Detroit, the division's still in play. Like these are two teams that really need a win. I just don't, I'm going to go with Browning, who's looked like the better quarterback, who's got better. But he's got pretty equal weapons, I would say, just if Jefferson was fully healthy. But the Minnesota's got no running game, and Joe Mixon's kind of had a, having a resurgence a little bit down the stretch. So looking like they're, they're just the better team with the better players. So I'm going to go Cincinnati 23-20, but I'm going to go Minnesota cover. Yeah, I'm with you on the Minnesota cover, and it is that down to that defense again, as you say, the, the blitz, the blitz fantastical. Um, and it's going to be a struggle uh, if you've got Joe Mixon in, in fantasy, which I do. Um, that, uh, you know, he's going to struggle because that defense is going to come a lot and they're going to make it really tough for them. Uh, I, I like Minnesota to keep it close, uh, but I think Cincinnati at home with the weather will get that advantage. Um, so I've got it 20 to 18, uh, hitting the under on this one. Um, I just don't think it'll be a big scoring game. It's early Saturday. First game, it's always nice for us to have, but not too big of a score. These two teams frustrate everyone. Pittsburgh is seven and six. Indianapolis is seven and six. Um, the Indianapolis two and a half point favorites. They're at home in the home. Forty-two points is the over/under. T.J. Watt will be back in the game as well, which uh, has changed the sort of betting stats in this one. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh, man, they just sort of keep keep hanging around, don't they? At seven and six, yeah. Indianapolis seven and six. Uh, you know, keeping keeping it tight on Jacksonville. Uh, interesting game, mm. but will it be interesting? I don't know. Well, I think again, I think these. Yeah, it's going to be. At least the good thing is about these games, they may have bad quarterbacks, but at least they have, like, um, they mean something. These games are important, you know? So they, every team that's in this game is pretty much in the playoff or in the playoff hunt. Uh, so these are two teams. I, I actually like Pittsburgh to kind of win this on the road. It'll kind of, this is like a classic Mike Tomlin game. You know, he came off, you know, they got embarrassed by being, like, the only team to lose to two, like, two and 10 teams or something like that. Some terrible stat in the last like 10 years. So that's an embarrassment. And, and Tomlin's kind of feeling that. So this is where he kind of gets the troops. He always has that kind of rebound game. And this is what it feels like it is. I think they can really make it hard for Minshew, even though, you know, they, they don't, they still have, don't have Jonathan Taylor, you know, they, Michael Pittman who's had a really good year this year, but I'm just going to go with Pittsburgh just with that plucky win after two bad losses. I think they're going to pull off a little upset. Uh, I'm going to go 20 to 17. I actually agree with you on this one. Uh, I think that the return of TJ Watt will be uh, instrumental in rallying the Pittsburgh team. He's, he's, a, they're a different team when he plays. Um, and so I think that it's going to put a lot of pressure uh, on Minshew, uh, who will struggle. There could be a few interceptions in this one, uh, but I've got it really close, really tight. Pittsburgh wins it 21 to 20. Final game on Saturday, the early Sunday morning, kids, if you want to get up early for this one. Denver, how about them Broncos? They're seven and six. And they're visiting a Detroit team who's nine and four, who's struggling to find their way as their defense is having some issues sometimes. Detroit, though, is five point favorites in this one. 46 
and a half is the over under. Um, you know, Detroit was looking like clamping down on this in, in the NFC, and and now they've had a few losses, including that beat down to the Bears last week. Horrendous beat down by the Bears mm. all over them. I mean, it was embarrassing for them. Uh, wonderful win for the Bears, but uh, Detroit at home uh, in the dome tonight. What do you think? I I I like Detroit. I think this is an important game for them. I think after yeah, like kind of like with Pittsburgh, you know, they had the division wrapped up. It felt like, and a couple bad losses later, they can't stop anyone. Jared Goff in the in the cold in December now going to be back in the warm confines of the dome where they where Jameer Gibbs is going to be able to kind of. I think he's going to have a big game uh, because I think Denver can be run on. And I think again, this is just Denver's been good, but they they. Russ hasn't been like, uh, amazing. He's still throwing for like 180, 190 a game. So I think you can, they can get to him. I think running quarterbacks is what really has been hurting Detroit. And now they don't really have to worry about that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Detroit to win this. I think they could score. And I think it's going to be tough for, for Denver to kind of keep up. So I'm going to go uh, 28 to 21. And I'm going to go to Detroit wins. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I think this is sort of the perfect matchup for Detroit. You know, as you say, like a, a run, they can really run uh, against Denver, um, which they weren't able to do against Chicago. You know, the Bears just stuffed them. And I think, as you're right, he's going to have a bit more time. It seems like this is the one, this is the game that Detroit really needs at this point. This is the win to show, okay. And, you know, Denver obviously is is playing plucky. They're, they're, they're showing that they, they can make towards the playoffs as well. But I just think Detroit in this one at home, you know, big Saturday night matchup. Uh, I, I just like them better. I've got a 26 to 18. Sunday, fun day. Uh, hey, you can get tickets to this game. 50 cents. Apparently the tickets That's are going crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And apparently, in, in, you know, our friend Chapman was there. You can get a good uh, meal for five bucks as well. Atlanta. Would point. you, Would how funny would it be to just um, like to talk them down to like a quarter? Yeah. Right? Just to, You're just, just like, a- nah. You know, yeah. 45 is a bit, it's a bit much. I'm feeling like 30. I could, the highest I can go there. I would, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would bring a whole bunch of homeless people. That's what I would do. Bring them all in. Yeah, buy right? all tickets. Yeah. If I'm, a homeless, if I'm a homeless guy, I'm buying a ticket to that game. Have a nice seat. Ah, nice sleep. <laughs> Try to get me out of there. Yeah. yeah. You probably have a roach into that stadium afterwards. Uh, Atlanta, though, they're six and seven. Ugh. Arthur Smith looks like he's still going to keep his job. Atlanta's three-point favorites, Carolina. Oh, Carolina, 1-12. Uh, love your draft picks. Thanks for the Bears for giving it to us. Uh, Carolina at home, 35 points is the over-under in this one. I cannot see the over ever getting close in this one. Um, what do you like? How do you like this? No, this, well, there's apparently apparently there's going to be like some sort of monsoon almost kind of coming in. They say like, it'd be like two inches of rain during the game, which is like an insane amount. Well, so that, well, that I make, it, that'll make Bryce Young t- taller, though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's straight. He'll like be like that horse in the legend. He'll just sink oh, into the ground and die. Yeah. And die. Betray you. Um, yeah. But I listen. I think the fact that this is going to be one of those games, if if in fact the rain kicks in, I think super low scoring. Um, you know, as good as Ritter has looked. I think in, in the in the wet and the cold, it's going to be tough um, to kind of consistently move it. This is why you got, I guess, got these, John. This is where you need to be able to kind of rely on your running game and, and use that. So this is Arthur Smith's kind of, this is what he was kind of doing in Tennessee with Derrick Henry in the bad weather games. You get ugly and you muck it up. So I'm going to go with the Falcons to win, but I'm going to go, it's going to be something like 
thirteen to ten. Yeah, or to nine. Have... 39, 39. I'm gonna have to go thirty nine. I have it sixteen to nine. Uh, for Atlanta, and I still don't know how they're gonna get those points. Uh, this will be a suck fest game. Um, yeah, uh, the weather, everything just seems to be nasty uh, in it. Uh, and there's no real implications for anything. So uh, hard pass on it for me, but uh, 16 to nine, nothing big. Ooh, got a big game here coming up in Cleveland as the Chicago Bears fresh off a win or five and eight and kind of in a, in a little bit of a playoff hunt. Mm, maybe a little bit. Definitely. Five and eight and Cleveland are eight and five, three point favorites in this one. Uh, 37 and a half is the over under. Weather again is supposed to be nasty. Um, and uh, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco will be taking on uh, the Bears defense. Um, I'm going to call this one a Bears win already. I'm calling yeah, 21 uh, 18, Bears win. I 100% agree with you. I think uh, I think this is a good spot for the Bears. I think um, you have Cleveland, who is just literally, their offensive line has been absolutely decimated. They've been down both tackles. I think they're before, maybe it's a completely new line. The fact that does not speak well when you have Joe Flacco, you know, flat-footed Flacco, basically, is going to be out there just getting hit, I think, a lot by this improved Bears defense. So sweat going to be coming at them. And I just think the Bears offensively are looking a bit better. Fields is kind of, he knows, he's almost like kind of auditioning in a way Mm -hmm. for teams to come get him. He's playing his best football. And, you know, they're just, uh, I just think the Bears, like you said, they're in the playoff hunt. Who would have thought? They're only a game back. So I think any win is big here. And I think you're getting Cleveland at the perfect time to get them. So uh, I, I, yeah, I like this a lot. I think Bears do it back to back weeks. Yeah, you and score. I need them. And I need them to do it for the Bills. So What's I'm going to score prediction. I got a 21 to 18. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I no, I think it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to go 26 to 20. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's gonna, I'm looking forward to this game. Obviously, very exciting. Uh, I, I just think this is the perfect time for us. And, and you're right, Justin Fields is. It's you know, there's enough chatter going out there that obviously with the Bears and the picks that we have for next year. He knows if he doesn't shine like a diamond, um, you know, we're obviously yeah, thinking of moving on. And 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 then it's obviously good for it, for us too because if we do, obviously, and I think we will move on from him. Um, you know, ups his trade value as well. So that's always a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our nemesis, Green Bay's, is at home as well uh, for nasty weather, and they're hosting Baker Mayfield. Both teams are six and seven, although the Packers are three point favorites in this one. Jordan Love. Has been looking better since he was in the first couple games of the season. Um, running game still uh, iffy for them, and there's some defensive issues. And Tampa Bay just sort of can sometimes stay in. Mike Evans looks great, but other times Tampa Bay looks sucky. Uh, Tampa Bay will face uh, the toughness of the weather, though, going into Green Bay, uh, where the over-under is 42.5. What do you think? Yeah, I, I like Green Bay. I think, again, I think after last week, they were, they were the hot... They were the hot thing. And then, you know, Matt LaFred, his first ever loss in December. And it was a, it was a shocking loss where they kind of just let, put, took their foot off the gas at the end and just let a team just walk back in. And I think, again, at least, and you're having a team that kind of did the exact same thing in Tampa Bay against uh, the Falcons last week. They just, Baker's at least competent this last little while. Like, he had a great drive to kind of win that game. And I think that this is just one of those. I think hopefully Aaron Jones is back. But again, they lost A.J. Dillon, who's got a thumb injury. Uh, so again, this is not going to be an easy game. I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to come down to the wire because 
Um, I just think both teams can kind of kind of similar, it feels like, in a bit of ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with the twenty-two to eighteen for the pack. Four points, uh, which is I, I agree. I, I've got Packers by four as well. Uh it, Green Bay at home. Um and you know, the New York game really showed a lot in them, you know, because New York really came at them. Um, and you know, obviously showed their staying power. I think it, in the battle of the feisty, you know, Jordan Love has been playing well at home. He's he's been playing better in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think the weather will help them. Baker has been playing very competitive football, but you know, when you've only got him and Mike Evans, you know, Green Bay can shut that down. Uh, and the running game, I think they might, you know, Green Bay is susceptible against the run. So um, uh, I think it was White that's going to have a pretty good game. But yeah, I've got it twenty-four to twenty. Lots of early games going on. This one is another AFC one. And uh, Houston, they're seven and six, but man, they have lost a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of their wide receivers. Davis Mills might be the quarterback. Yeah. They're seven and six, but they're four, two and a half point favorites over a Tennessee team who beat Miami last week. Tennessee is five and eight. Uh, 37 and a half is the over under. Um, and an unpredictable Titans team, I guess we could call them. Uh, you just don't yeah. know what's going to happen because they suck so bad and then they put on a good performance. Uh, but they're at home and Houston is reeling. Um, what do you what do you like in this yeah. game? I, I picked up Tennessee's defense for fantasy playoffs this week, knowing that Nico Collins is there, no tank down. Now you probably Stroud is doubtful, they say. So it's now looking like, yeah, Davis Mills, and it's good, it's not gonna be easy. I think Tennessee at least is gonna be able to run it with Henry. Henry loves playing against Houston. You got Hopkins who wants to have a good game against Houston because he wants to put it back in their faces for everything, for trading them and all that. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to get the ball. Um, I, I just, yeah, I think Houston's just now, like, they were a great story, but it's just the injuries are too much. And I think this is, is you know, Davis Mills is at least competent. He played last, mm-hmm. he played the last couple of years. So he's played some games. He knows the, the system. So it's not like you're going to Easton stick, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so, um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Tennessee to win this. I just think it's gonna be really hard uh for, for Houston to score with absolutely no weapons. I'm gonna go twenty to ten. Uh, yeah, Tennessee. I agree with you on this one. It's it just seems so sad for for the Texans in that, you know, everyone was fetting them and, and they were looking so good. Um and just having, you know, the tank Dell one really hurt them and, and then Nico and not really having a running game. Um, you know, I think it it, it was a good, you know, it was good effort so far this season. Um, but you know, obviously there's a lot to grow on for next season, but man, it just seems like they've sort of lost a little bit of the gas. And if they do make the playoffs, you're not going to really have anything to throw it to. So yeah, I've got uh, Tennessee to win this one. I think Derek Henry is going to have a really good game. Hopkins will have a good game. Um, you know, Levis, I don't know. He's still unpredictable, but I've got an 18, 14 win. Keep going with the early games as we head off to New Orleans uh, and the giants are five and eight. New Orleans is six and seven. Hey. Hey, oh, Jimmy Cutlets, Johnny Cutlets, Jimmy Cutlets. Uh, New Orleans is six point favorites. 37 and a half is the over under in this one. Um, New York has been playing inspired uh, play, uh, but they're facing the uh, the Saints at home. Um, tough game with six point spread on this one. Yeah, I am taking Tommy Cutlets only to cover, only to cover. Yeah, I think they're gonna lose. Um, I think it's gonna be 23 20. I think Tommy DeVito has been. Fun, I think, and I, I just I love the Tommy DeVito story. So I will I will be watching and cheering for him because I, I love the celebration. 
I love everything about it. His agent going on the, he's getting inducted into the Italian Hall of Fame sports, yeah. sports Hall of Fame. It's amazing. Just, and they're definitely having that reality show. I will be yeah. watching. So, um, but again, forget about that. He can run. It's in a dome. So he's going to be able to get open with some, use his legs to make, do some damage, you know, which makes the fact that he can do that makes Saquon Barkley more dangerous because now you're not, you know, he's not really going to throw, but you have two options to run. They can really, and I think Brian Dable is going to get a bit more maybe creative with that, use that to his advantage. Uh, the, the Giants D just really, again, I just have no faith. Look at Carr. He was like 100 yards on 20 reception completions. Like he just doesn't throw it down the field. And if Olave is not going to play, which he's kind of questionable game time decision, they're just going to have no weapons. So I, I think the Giants could win this, but I am going to go 23 20 um, Saints. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I mean, man, in New Orleans, even the defense, which was starting to look good at the start of the year, sort of seemed to fall apart as well. Um, but they're at home, and I think the running game, um, I think they'll be able to keep the clamps on. The, 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 it was nice to see the Giants win, but I think they're going to struggle in this one. But I think it will be a close game, just like you. I've got it 21-20 to 20 for, for the Saints. Uh, Giants will probably keep it close. Um, DeVito, fun story. Uh, it's nice. And, you know, I'm sure Daniel Jones is sitting on his big pile of money, uh, wondering what the hell is going on. But, uh, yeah, I, I it, close game, but New Orleans gets a win. We then head off to the Battle of the AFC East. New York Jets are five and eight, and they're in Miami. Who took a loss to the Titans last week? They're nine point favorites, so nine and four. 39 and a half is the over under in this one. Um, Miami's had some injuries, uh, Tyreek Kill and stuff like that. I don't know how many people are going to be back. Um, but you know, this is these two teams play each other very competitively. Uh, and as a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm sure you'd love to see them kick each other's butts. But, uh, who do you like in this one? I can't believe. I think nine and a half. Nine is crazy. Much. Yeah. I think that that Jets D alone has just made life misery for lots of quarterbacks. You know, they they're able to. And then how can you not be a little bit like impressed with what Zach Wilson did last week? Actually being able to put up thirty points. So to me, this feels like ripe for a potentially a Miami upset. Like I picked the Jets last week to win. Can they do it? I you know what? I didn't go with it. Two weeks in a row. Ooh. I'm going to pick the, the Zach Wilson revival story. Yeah. I just think the fact that their center's out, I think the fact that if Tyreek's not even going to be 100%, we don't know how much that ankle is going to really affect him. And even if it isn't, he's going up against the best secondary in the NFL who's been able to really shut down everyone. And I think the fact that they have their offensive line injuries, uh, it means that defensive line is going to be able to get to Tua and make him throw it off. So I think it's going to be bit ugly a bit of a low scoring not as not as much points as we we're used to um but i'm gonna go with the jets to pull Ooh. off a 22 to 20 victory 22 to 20 scorigami uh yeah i i don't know if they're I, i've got the jets to cover i think nine points is crazy uh and i don't yeah. know what the weather is gonna be like it's gonna be kind of wet and slappy but it just seems miami man that, i don't know this that that last game really showed uh, how 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 vulnerable they are, um, and I just think this Jets defense, as you say, Zach Wilson is playing like he don't give a flock. You know, this is his last mm -hmm. last dance, and he knows he's done. He knows he's getting fired. Um, he's getting traded, so it's traded, getting traded. again. He's got everything to play for. Yeah. So, so I, I I like Miami to win it, but only close. I've got an eighteen to fifteen. Uh, I definitely think it's going to hit the under in this one. Final game at six o'clock. Man, they are spoiling us with the early games. That means not too many in the late games, but well, no buys, no more buys. That's why. 
Well, we're inclusive on this podcast, Ryan. <laughs> uh, Kansas City, eight and five. Oh, man, they're struggling. Nine and a half point favorites in this one. And New England is three and ten. You heard that right. They're out of the playoffs. Uh, out of contention, 37 and a half is the over under. Bill Belichick will be angry at home. Um, Kansas City, man, they have been struggling to get stuff together. Nine and a half points so versus Bill Belichick at home. Uh, could yeah. be also some nasty weather in this one. Yeah, that again, that feels too high. There's a couple things. It's Belichick coming off a bye. You also have the story that Belichick's like going to be fired, right? So kicking in. So he's going to have these guys playing for him. They're going to want to play for, for Bill Belichick. And he's going to be pissed that this is what people are talking about, him getting fired. So I think he's going to be a bit amped up for it, ready to go, kind of ready. And the good thing is, it's not that hard to defend the Chiefs anymore. They, Pacheco's still out. So it's going to be... What and and the, the Patriots haven't played really good defense, even though their offense is just horrendous and can't score at all. Uh, so I actually think this could be quite a close game. I, I think the Chiefs are the better team; they have the better quarterback, and I think coming off that heartbreaking loss, they they're going to want to get back on the winning track because their schedule is pretty simple the rest mm-hmm. of the way. I think it's like Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, or something like that. So uh, the Chiefs, and if you know if Baltimore could slip up. This week, you know, there, there's a path for the one seed for them. But I think, weirdly, this is the one that could stumble them the most. Just the fact that it's on the road, Bill Belichick off a bye. But unfortunately, you got Bailey Zappi. He did look better last game. But I'm going to go Chiefs win uh, 24-19. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. This is a uh, nine and a half just seems a lot. And in Kansas City and the, the ball droppage and... And, you know, just the inconsistencies with them. They just haven't been really sort of playing, you know. Uh, it just hasn't been fair for them. Uh, but it, I still like them to win here. But New England at home, and as you say, December, Bill Belichick, all the all the rumors and trash talk that's going on, he will find and he will trick things out. I think Travis Kelsey is going to have a, a struggle in this one as well. Because, um, you know, Bill always tries to find one guy to lock and clamp down, and it's probably going to be him. Um, but I think New England keeps it close enough. Uh, but I've got it 21 to 14 Kansas City wins. Small, and I don't think it's gonna hit over. I think if the weather is gonna keep this one kind of nasty. Let's head to the, the late games now. Oh my gosh, we only have a few late games. Uh, but we had the first one, San Francisco. Uh, they're 10 and 3, and they're looking like the best team in the league. 13 and a half point spread over Arizona, uh, who are three and ten. Over under is 48, and the over usually hits in this game. So if you're looking to bet, uh, these games usually go in the over. Um, man, but Arizona at home at 13 and a half. Uh, yeah. Brock Purdy is that's a little stomp on. Yeah, that's a bit high. I think division games, uh, fact that Kyler Murray is at least the quarterback, so he's at least competent. Again, that's just such a number that you can just get that late touchdown in the fourth quarter that covers even though you've been dumb, you could be San Francisco and been dominated by 20 all game last minute. You give up a touchdown, 13 cover. So um, I think, again, Brock Purdy's on a, I think they're on a, on a, on a vengeful rent run to get him that MVP. I think yeah. they want all the talk about him being a system quarterback and he's just a product of Shanahan. And I think, again, what he's been doing, eh? he's been doing it for my fantasy team. So I'm happy to see it happen keep happening and i just don't see any way you know arizona could really stop this team um they can hopefully just kind of keep up but i'm gonna go uh 34 to 23 
Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on this. I've, I've got it 33-21. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, these two play each other kind of competitively. It's it's a weirdness that Arizona is able to light points up on San Fran. Um, they just seem to have a bit, these games always seem to turn into shootouts between these two. Um, but San Fran, as I say, it's just, it's just too much. But I think 13 and a half is just a little too much. 33-21, uh, yeah, San Fran, this will be a shootout. Good game, good game for fantasy points. I've got Brock Purdy in a couple of leagues, and I will be hoping that uh, while I watch myself falter and fall out of the playoffs, um, that, uh, that, hey, it was a good run. Uh, not a good run for Washington. They're 4-9, and, and they're visiting a L.A. Rams team who are 6-7, and seven, but, man, L.A. Rams have been playing Matt Stafford style. they got the running game going. The, the, the game last week was just incredible uh, versus Baltimore. Six and a half points spread in this one. 49 points is the over-under. Uh, they're thinking a West Coast shootout in this one. Um, man, six and a half. Uh, L.A. Washington. Oof. How do you like this game? This could this could be a points fiesta. Oh, man. I don't understand how they're even... Um... Now they're even six point or six and a half. Like this should feel like it should be much more. Like the way the Rams looked against, you know, uh, Baltimore last week in the rain, they were just moving the ball up and down oh. the field, put up thirty points on them. So to think that this Washington team that can't stop anybody is going to be able to stop Stafford, Nakua, Kyron Williams, like this offense is humming. They're in the playoff hunt and. They're playing, and you got Washington who's playing for like a coach that everyone knows is going to get fired. So mm-hmm. it just feels like one side, and that Washington's been really bad the last couple of weeks, like atrocious. Uh, so I think this is an easy one. I'm going to bet this one. I like the six and a half. Um, I think the Rams come out, just take care of business. I think it's like 30 to 17 Rams win. I am not taking that spread. I Washington, it just seems, you know, LA's got some pressure and, and it's, Always nice. You're going to need three people to keep Aaron Donald back. But at the same time, the secondary is not as good. And and Washington, you know, has been able to put up points. Let's not forget this is a team that, you know, choked choke me daddy against the Philadelphia Eagles so many times. So uh, I, I think I think it's going to be closer than that. I've got it 28 to 24 for the Rams. Uh, I think a lot of points are going to be scored. It, you, you can score on L.A. They're going to put points up on you, but, you know, they'll put points. But you can score on them. So. A lot of points in this one, but I, if I, I like Washington to cover. I think six and a half is just too much for an L.A. Rams team. I like them to win, um, and I think they'll be dangerous going into the NFC playoffs. Uh, but uh, I think Washington will keep it a little bit honest. Ryan was very excited about this next game, of course, as the Dallas Cowboys are 10 and three, but they're coming in oh, to, to table crashing Buffalo, who are seven and six. And Buffalo is two and a half point favorites in this one. And things seems to be going Buffalo's way now because... Everyone seems to be falling by the wayside as a lot of the AFC is just being mired in crap. And Buffalo, actually, you know, despite taking some bad losses at seven and six, um, it could be all coming up, Buffalo. They're at home. The over-under is 50.5. I know you're excited about this game. Take me through your prediction. I, well, my prediction changed because I originally, if, Miami wouldn't have choked that game away last week. I probably would have picked Dallas, I just think. Uh, but I think once Miami kind of opened that door even a little bit, that Buffalo sees, like, we went out, we'll have a shot at the division. We're pretty sure. I think Miami's still got to go Baltimore and, and Dallas after this week. So I, I, I'm i going Buffalo to win. I think the fact that they're at home, the fact that that place is going to be loud, 
It's not going to be the safety confines that Dallas has been in. They played the last like three games in a row at home, and it's been really comfortable. And I think it's going to be Buffalo is going to be able to kind of keep Dallas in it. Sometimes I don't think it's going to be a big shootout. I think it's going to be a bit rainy during the game. So, um, but we've seen that the last couple of weeks. That really hasn't been able to stop too many teams. But um, I think both defenses are going to be able to kind of. It's just about who can you get to Josh Allen? Can Micah Parsons be that game wrecker? And the Bills are going to have to find a way to get pressure on Dak. Because when Dak's, the reason he's been an MVP is because he's just sitting back there all day, all Mm -hmm. the time in the world. His offensive line's been great. And considering their running game, you don't really have to worry about it. You just need to worry about getting to Dak, get him off his game a bit. And I think the crowd noise could help. And I just think Buffalo's, the fact that Dallas had a big emotional win uh, that one event against Philly, like the demons were kind of shaken off and now they can afford to let up a game. I think it's just like this. You can see them being like, okay, well, you know, came off that hard. This is, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Buffalo just has just got that. They, they see something that everyone's like, don't let them into the playoffs because no one's going to want to play them mm-hmm. if the bills get in. And if they can take this one, I think they got a real shot at division, which I never thought I'd say a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I'm going to go Buffalo to win uh, 30 to 27. Govern the spread. Um, yeah, uh, look, this is a perfect place for Buffalo, I think, you know, and, and this it's Christmas time. It's not going to be obviously that cold. It's actually, you know, above zero in in in, in Celsius. But, you know, Buffalo just, I think, has this motivation now. And this is a perfect spot for them to take Dallas in, to to show up defensively, and also for Josh Allen to start spreading that ball around. Because, you know, as we've seen, Dallas, you know, can be beat. Um, but their their hometown mojo is, is not going to be with them in this one. I think Buffalo is going to win. I think Dallas will cover it, though. I've got it 25 to 24. I think Dallas keeps it very close in this one. I think it's going to be a very exciting game. Um, but I don't. I, I just think Dallas just keeps that because two and a half. I think it's gonna be a one or two point game. Twenty five, twenty four. AFC uh, Jungle uh, as Baltimore. It's a late game. Uh, they're three and a half point favorites. They're ten and three as they visit Jacksonville. Eight and five. Uh, over under forty three and a half. Uh, Jacksonville. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be injured. He comes back and plays last week uh, in a tough, tough loss for them. Um, but uh, eight and five Jacksonville, ten and three. These are uh, two good teams in the AFC, um, and you know Baltimore is is looking like they they're going to take the title in the AFC. Yeah, um, how well, they they, they got the path to the one seed. So this is where I guess if Lamar wants to make that kind of put his flag down for MVP, these are the games you got to win. You know the games where you kind of you got three three four more games to go. You got to. You've got the one seed in your in your in your sights. You got some tough games coming up, and Jacksonville's just been kind of a team that's just reeling. And I don't know what to think of them. You know, like last week, you know, Trevor Lawrence had three picks. Wasn't again, still he probably still has a really hurt ankle that he's playing on, which I think is going to make it tougher. I think Lamar's just going to be able to do have a good Lamar game on his feet, which we haven't actually seen him have that like breakout game on his feet. In prime time, I feel like this is a fun, it's going to be a fun Lamar game. I think they're going to want to just make that statement. I think Jacksonville is just kind of reeling. I think they're going to luckily win the division, probably because everyone's going to kind of take each other out and they'll just be the last man standing. Uh, but I'm going to go Lamar to win this 27 to 21. 
Yeah, it's. I think Jacksonville, and I think to your point, it, it's a lot of injuries. You know, they 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 got beat up last week, and and it was offensive line. It was just everywhere, and you know, guys hurting themselves. Um, and this is going to be a tough one for them because Baltimore's defense has been playing all right. You know, obviously Baltimore is not not the same without Mark Andrews. Um, you know, they would it would be a whole different team if he was back, but they're still playing good football. Um, and I just like them too much here because Jacksonville, as you say. They've just sort of collapsed on themselves and they feel like a bit like Houston. Like there's a there's some problems going on there. So I got Baltimore to win this one 24 to 18. The last game we have is a Monday fun day, folks. Uh, it's uh, Philadelphia, who are also 10 and 3. Uh, they're four point favorites as they visit Seattle, six and seven team. 47 and a half is the over under. Lots of points anticipated in this game. Seattle has been struggling um, and uh, DK Metcalf. We'll fight you if you if you disagree with that. But um, this is these two teams always play each other really tough. Uh, Seattle at home. Uh, Philadelphia obviously got shown up by uh, the Cowboys last week. Uh, is this the get right game for them as they visit the yeah. Seahawks? They need it. They need it because their defense can't stop anything right now. And that's what kind of worries me about this game. Even though you have a you have Hurts who hasn't been. He just looks slow. He doesn't look as is as dangerous as he used to. Uh, he's fumbling a lot more. The turnovers are happening on on Philly, and I I, I think it's going to be a really tough game. I think Seattle can keep it close, but I think Philly's just a bit more of a desperate team. Even though if Seattle loses this again, they still have San Francisco. I think I don't know. They still have at least a really hard schedule down the road. Seattle, their next couple, and I just think Philly kind of doesn't want to have this division fall away, especially if you have Dallas playing Buffalo, which could be a loss. If you can get that another win, that could just give you a little bit of breathing room. So I think Philly needs to kind of, Sirianni's going to get these guys playing, I think, and they're going to have a little bit of a bounce back game. I think I think Philly needs to get back what they do best, and that's just like in the trenches, like use that offensive line, run. Get DeAndre, Swift was amazing at the beginning of the year, and over the last couple of weeks, barely they're barely running it's like the more hurts is injured the more they're trying to throw and it's just mm -hmm. it's it doesn't seem like a smart strategy i think go back to basics beat them in the trenches with the offensive and defensive lines and uh philly wins this i'm gonna go 27 to 23 i uh i'm calling a seattle upset in this one i think they're still struggling too much i think philadelphia i think this is a perfect chance these two teams play each other competitively uh, if you look at the history, there's always been a battle between them. Seattle at home, I think they've got Philadelphia in the right position. I think that Dallas really showed um, some issues, and and Hurts is still hurt. Uh, I don't know if they'll be able to get it going against this. You know, obviously for Seattle, taking that beat down by the 49ers again um, is going to motivate them, I think. And being at home, Philadelphia, I just don't think is is right yet. You know, they're going to the playoffs, but. You know, this is this will be a stumbling block for them. So I have Seattle upsetting them. 26-24. Folks, that's it for our week 15 podcast. Oh my goodness. Uh this will do another one before Christmas. Ryan and I will be in Canada, both of us. Um, but we'll still be podcasting and sharing our love of the NFL for you. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode, everyone. And we'll talk to you next episode.